Hello, everybody. We are Sun News Weekly, the official podcast of Sun News Daily. Each week, we will be telling you about everything happening at Dixie State University. Every week, you can expect to hear from me, Gracie Payne, and my two other co-hosts, Emma Brown and Sydney Johnson. During our episodes, we'll be joined by a guest who is a member on the staff, so be sure to keep your eyes out for new episodes. Within each episode, we'll give you a quick summary of all the stories that have been covered during the past week, so you can stay up to date on campus and community news. I'm Gracie Payne, and I'm the social media editor. I'm Emma Brown. I'm the copy editor. Hello, everybody. My name is Sydney. I am the editor-in-chief for the Dixie Sun News. And we have our special guest today. I'm Madison Diggins. I'm the news editor. And what's your favorite thing about the media? My favorite thing about the media is news writing. Nice. All right. Let's recap last week's stories. Um, so... In sports, we had four stories last week. The first one was about student-athlete wellness, and our sports writer, Zoe Hansen, wrote this story. Um, She highlights that students have resources such as Dr. Ron Chamberlain, who is a sports psychologist um, at Intermountain Healthcare, who is contracted with DSU to help um, student-athletes with balancing life, school, and um, their social life, homework, everything athletics um and on the second story of the week um there was coverage on the women's basketball game this was covered by our sports editor sophie sparks um our women's team overcame an 18 point deficit but ended up losing in overtime i don't understand sports talk very much at all or any of the lingo but sophie did a great job with this story and our photo editor annie Sorensen did a fantastic job with photos as well Um, and then National Signing Day happened last week as well. Um, our features editor, Drew Martin, wrote this story about it. For the upcoming 2022 season, 11 new athletes signed, as well as two walk-ons for our Trailblazers. Um, Drew included details about three of the new Trailblazers in his new story. Um, so be sure to read that. It's really cool to read their stories, um, and how they performed in sports in high school. Um, The last sports story was about um, our women's swim team dominating in Idaho. Um, This was written by Zoe Hansen. Um, This was her second one of the week, and she did a great job of telling the backstories of Kyrie Nichols, um, Paulina Sansores, and Akalia Bostock, um, all of whom won races in that Idaho duel. so one of the stories that I thought was funny was Kyrie Nichols. Um, I totally understand where she's coming from because she said that she got her love from swimming when her dad made her wear a life jacket on the boat unless she passed all the levels at swim lessons and she proved them all wrong and passed them anything to not have to wear a life jacket while on the boat. And I completely, I connect with that story. <laughs> For our feature section last week, we had four stories. Our first story was written by our copy editor, Emma Brown, about the Trailblazer Leader Development Program. Emma, could you tell us more about the program? Yeah, so this story um, is about this program for faculty and staff, and I didn't even know it existed until I started writing this story. And basically, um, President Williams was inspired to start this program when he Um, was at a different university that had the same program and he saw that it helped the faculty and staff really grow and um, 
be able to move up because a lot of times faculty and staff can kind of feel stuck at where they're at and feel like they are just kind of doing the same thing all the time. So it was really cool to learn about it. And it's, it's, um, I think it's important to know that our faculty and staff are trying hard to grow and be the best that they can for us as students. That's awesome. Our next story was written by Joey Boyle, one of our staff writers, about the new international students who are enrolled at DSU for the 2020 spring semester. The Global Undergraduate Exchange Program, also known as UGRAD, is a government-sponsored program that issues one-semester scholarships to outstanding students around the world. The three students Joey interviewed are involved in this program, and the students are from Uzbekistan, El Salvador, and Pakistan. And I just want to know from you guys, if you could spend one semester studying in another country, where would you go? I would probably choose to go to somewhere in Europe, just because since I've been there before, I'm more familiar with it. Um, But yeah, I would definitely choose Europe. I would say Italy, because it's always um interested me <laughs> to go there addison i would also have to say italy it is my dream to go on a vacation there but i just can't handle that flight it's, it's too long it is really long i've been to europe too sid and the flight is it's not too bad from when i flew we flew from like i'm from michigan spoiler alert um from detroit to new york and then new york to london but it was like you're flying all through the day and all through the night so like when you get there it's technically like nighttime here but like daytime already there so you don't even get to sleep exactly yeah so i've actually been to australia too and that flight is brutal so basically how it was was we went to lax very early in the morning we waited there all day our flight from lax to australia was at 9 p.m so we waited at lax all day and then we flew to australia and i swear we lost at least five days in the mix literally it was so crazy and then your sleep schedule is just so messed up but yeah it would be hard to it it'd be like a big adjustment to study in a different country Yeah, especially because you're dealing with, like, cultural differences and possibly, like, language differences and also just, like, the time change. Like, for me, just coming back here from Michigan, it's only two hours, but it, like, throws off my sleep for two weeks. Oh, I bet, yeah. Yeah, so that would be difficult. The next story was written by me about five books you should read this semester. The following books were recommended by students and staff, including the book Normal People, Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered, A Definitive How-To Guide, Extraordinary Means, and The Alchemist. I threw my own recommendation of the book Boy Erased in there because that novel has been one of my consistent favorites. And the movie um, that's based on the book is also really great if you guys want to check that out. And our last feature story was written by Frankie Medina, one of our staff writers, about fun ideas for Valentine's Day. So if you're still looking for some ideas and you're trying to plan something for your significant other or just something to do with friends, you could have a game night, you could set up a picnic, you could go on a hike, have a virtual date if you're in a long distance relationship or even visit Smash Labs, Rage Rooms and Axe Throwing if you wanna get more of your aggression out, I guess on this romantic holiday. Um, And Madison did a video for it. How was your first experience with video? It was terrifying, and I almost cried because my audio got deleted and I had to redo the whole thing, but we made it. We made it. You made it. Yeah. You guys can find her video on the Dixie Sun News website. Yeah. I thought it turned out really well. I'll link it in the show notes, too, so you guys can check it out. 
And then for our opinions this week, we only had one opinion story, which was written by Bailey Chisholm, one of our staff writers, about how students are too reliant on technology. Bailey talked about how she depends on her computer to complete most of her assignments and how taking exams on paper seems to be a thing of the past, especially since the start of the pandemic. All right, so we're on to the news section from last week. So I give you guys a little bit of a hint as to what my news story was from last week, and um, I'll just tell you a little more about it. So I wrote a story on a woman, a 22-year-old woman falling off the balcony of the 605 Place Student Housing Apartments, and I talked with Tiffany Mitchell. She is the public information officer at the St. George Police Department. Um, so some interesting things she told me was that the girl technically fell from five stories versus two stories because of a basement like dugout. So it was a very, it was a very high drop. And then also she said, which I might've said this last week, but the police were already at the housing complex, um, dealing with another issue. And then they got a call saying that a girl had fallen from the balcony, um, so then they had to, like, deport to the other um, situation. So, yeah, so there was alcohol and marijuana involved, but everybody was adults. There were a couple of minors, um, and then the female was seen falling from the balcony. She, When the police got to her, she was breathing, but she was not responsive, and she was suffering um, several internal injuries. They are... I mean, I'm not sure if the interviews have concluded yet. I don't know that information, but they, what the officer told me was that they are doing interviews to figure out exactly what happened, what crimes were committed, all of that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, so far, I don't really have any updates on that story, but um, definitely check out our website because I will update the story if there are updates to be had. And then our next story was by Bailey Chisholm. She wrote a story about the HPC building and the set building on campus already looking pretty run down and ruined in several different ways. So I actually had the idea for this story because I had a roommate talking about how the new set building kind of looked a little bit run down and didn't look like it had the best like um, building structures and contracting. So she, Bailey dove deeper into the story and to look at like what the issues were what the damages were why and what people had to say about it so if you want to head over to our website you can see a ton of awesome pictures from um for this story to see what exactly happened and what the damages look like but basically just to sum it up um there's water damage there's buckets collecting water when it rains the indoor track looks pretty nasty um there me and Stockton, Stockton was on our episode last week. We found like a potential tripping hazard on the track, um, the outdoor Will Hill track. And then, yeah, so one of the responses Bailey got on her story was that the DSU facilities management has approximately 100 employees and they're working every day to repair and provide solutions to the issues on campus. And then building management chose the best contractors in the state of Utah, as they say, and they said also that each contractor must go through a selection process, highlighting their qualifications, experience, project schedule, strength of team, and risk mitigation process. So 
that's very interesting to me that they have all this stuff, but it seems like there are still some damages. And then last thing I want to say about this story is that they said that the roof of the HPC is actually going to be repaired after commencement in May. So I think that will definitely help with the water damage due to rain and stuff like that. But those are the news stories we had last week. Madison, can you tell us about your experience working in the news section? Because you're the news editor. Yes, I love working for the news section. I think it's so much fun finding news stories to talk about each week and just listening to the gossip on campus because with gossip becomes news stories. So yeah, I really enjoy it and I think it's so much fun. Yeah, um, Madison has been single-handedly like holding up our news section, especially during the first couple weeks. Like she literally wrote like three different stories um, <laughs> for the news section. So she is she does a great job. And this week we have a lot though. We do a full I'm section. So yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> awesome. So um, now we're going to talk about what's going to be coming out um, throughout this week and into next week. So in features, there's going to be three new stories coming out the first one i am writing about valentine's day rom-coms i'm so excited i created a bracket and from social media and talking to people um we'll have a winner from eight rom-coms that i picked out and before i list the eight that i picked out do you guys have a favorite rom-com or a few you had a couple on there that I love, which is like 10 things I hate about you is one of my favorite rom-coms ever. It's so good. Heath Ledger is so cute. <laughs> um, and also, um, what is it? She's the man. I think it's just so funny. funny. So those are, you picked some great ones. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, for me, the proposal is by far my favorite. It always will be my favorite. I feel it's superior to <laughs> other rom-com movies. Um, I honestly don't watch movies. Emma's my roommate. She knows that. She always makes fun of me because I don't like watching movies and she loves movies. But out of those movies, the only one I've seen is Life as We Know It. And that's a great, that's a great show from if I, I honestly probably fell asleep in it, but what I saw was great. So <laughs> are you kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> It was hard to pick um, out of my list of like literally 30, but on social media, it's really funny because so already I have like very strong opinion people. They're like, this one better win. <laughs> so be sure to read that story when it comes out and see the final winner. I don't know yet. I'm still waiting for um, proper responses, but... The next story, um, Bailey Chisholm is writing about a class at DSU that gives students the opportunity to travel and learn about the national parks in Utah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's usually a seven-day trip or so, and so she's going to be finding out if the trip is affected with COVID-19 or any other um, ways that it could be affected, and if it's still going on. Um, have you guys been into na any national parks in Utah? I have only been to Zion and then um, Snow Canyon. I want to go to more. I'm ashamed to say that those are the only ones that I've been to. But we, a lot of the time, just end up going to the Valley Fire for some reason, even though it's farther away. There's just some, like, there's an ice cream shop. Okay. Spoiler <laughs> alert. If anyone wants to go to the Valley Fire, it's, like, an hour and 30 minutes away from here. It's in Nevada. It's super fun. You can see um, a bighorn sheep there. I see them every single time. Sometimes they get like so close to the car. It's a beautiful drive and a beautiful hike. But if you're coming back, you should look for the Inside Scoop, which is an ice cream shop that has really good ice cream and really good food. So 
That's why we always go there. That oh. sounds delicious. Yeah. Um, I've been to Zion's, and I think that's it. And I've lived in Utah my whole life. Like, what the heck? That's so not normal. So, but I do love Zion's. I think it's so beautiful, and it's literally so big and has so much to offer. Again, I'm going to plug food. Um, Zion Pizza, best pizza. They're closed right now, but it is delicious. Their breadsticks are delicious, and the waiters there are always very cute. So... <laughs> I think you guys should go there if you're going to the park. <laughs> I've also only been to one national park, Zion, also. So apparently we all need to take, like, a trip and we go somewhere go. or something because we've all been to the same national park. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I need to try all that food. I've also been to Zion's, and I've been to Arches. I would really like to go to the one that starts with a B. Bryce Canyon? Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Bryce Canyon very bad. Um... And the next story is written by Sophie Sparks. Um, She's writing about a thrift store called Switchpoint Thrift. It's located in St. George, and its goals are to help provide a continuing funding source for the operations at the Homeless Shelter and Community Research Center. So she's basically going to highlight what brought them to um, being connected with the Homeless Shelter and the Community Resource Center and kind of just highlight how maybe us as students can help them or support them, and basically just what it means to us. So um, look out to find more information about that. And for a new section, as we talked about, it's fully stacked this week. So be on the lookout for the following stories. So our guest and news editor, Editor Madison, is writing a story about the importance of Black History Month and how it's being celebrated through events on campus. And then Joe Boyle is writing about the public transportation available for students on campus, So I wanted to know what you guys think about public transportation on campus. Do you think that the university offers enough for students? I don't honestly know. I feel like our campus is small enough that the scooters that we have are pretty much do it, especially because we don't really get snow. Mm -hmm. So we can still ride those around, and it's pretty nice. I guess if you want to go out of campus, that does make it a little bit harder, but I think the the scooters still provide good transportation the scooters are so much fun i love them (laughs) um but i honestly have never had an issue with the transportation i just feel like there are out of state students who would need transport i mean you're out of state but you i'm out of state and don't drive either but like (laughs) i my roommates and i live off campus so we're not really here anyways yeah and i mean by out of state i mean like states far away from St. George, because we're pretty close to a lot of states, but like, um, yeah, I don't know, just like, s- just far away states where people wouldn't be able to drive here and stuff. So, yeah. And isn't the university, didn't they just buy like a bunch of land to like expand campus and it's like yeah. not super close? It's so. out by the airport. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to like, yeah. Figure so out we'll see what Joe finds that. in that story. Yeah. Exciting. Madison, any thoughts? Um, I think that the scooters do a really good job because most off-campus places are still super close, right down the street. They are building more in Washington, so I know like it might be interesting to see what they'll do for students who might have to live out there because they want to bring in new students, but there's not enough housing. So that'll be interesting to see what Joe finds out about that. Mm-hmm. And then Bailey Chisholm is writing about how the university helps students get a job before graduation which I'm very much looking forward to since I'm about a year shy of graduating. I think most of us are getting pretty close, so I will be looking out for that because 
looking for a job makes me nervous. <laughs> and then the last story of the week will be written by me about the uh, 2022 St. George Jazz Festival, which is happening this weekend. So if you like jazz like me, you should go. It's February 11th. Um, the first performance, I think, is $25. And then if you're a student, you should go to the second performance on February 12th. I believe it's on campus, and tickets are only $5. So if you are a jazz enthusiast, you should check it out. Sweet. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you guys about the sports again this week. So our first story is a men's golf season preview. And this is by Ray. She is our opinion editor. And, you know, I love a good preview because I don't understand sports. But it kind of tells you what sports is about and, like, what their season's going to look like. So I, I appreciate a good preview. Um, next story is by Zoe. She is our sports writer. And she is writing about the softball tournament that will be in California this week. So look out for that. I don't really have anything to say about it because I don't really know softball. But I'm excited to read the story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then Zoe is also writing a 2022 baseball preview. So that will be a good one, too. Like I said, previews are great. And I think it's awesome that we have all these seasons starting up or, like, just previewing all these seasons. So I love that. And then, so yeah, that's all of our sports stories. And then for opinion this week, we have Frankie is writing a Valentine's story, whether or not there is too much expectations for the day. Um, we kind of talked about how we all felt about Valentine's Day last week. So definitely check that out. There were some interesting stories on it. And then second um, opinion story this week is by Drew. And he will be writing about the Super Bowl and who he thinks is going to win. And I was going to ask you guys who you think is going to win. <laughs> but I know none of us are sports people. No. Right? Do we know who's performing in the halftime? Ah, That's all I really care about. That's a good about. question. I don't think they've announced that yet. No, they have. Oh, who is it? I don't know. But there's a lot. Halftime. There's like a lot of artists. I'm really? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited because like, no offense to the weekend, but his performance was kind of kind of lame i was entertained year. for like the first half of it so i'm excited for commercials commercials I, are a good part yeah. yeah i honestly don't know who is playing the chiefs it's is it the rams and the Bengals. Oh. i feel like i always pronounce that wrong no i think it's Bengals. yeah they're like the tigers <laughs> i love i love a good uh super bowl celebration yeah, it's a good setup this year oh wow okay yeah so it's snoop dogg is gonna be there uh, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem. Y'all, why are we putting him in? No offense if you're an Eminem fan, but. <laughs> and then along with Mary J. Blige. So I'm and excited Dr. for that. Too. And Dr. Dre, yeah, yeah. Sick. That will be very entertaining. I'm excited for that. I'm excited. Um, okay, that's all we have. So, Madison, what news story are you looking forward to the most this week? Um, this week, I think I'm looking most forward to the transportation story. I don't think we've ever really done a story like that, and I think it'll be really interesting to see what we can come up with, especially since that expo is happening today about how they just changed a bunch of new stuff with student transportation. So it'll be interesting to see what they actually changed. Cool. Yeah, that sounds exciting. I'm, re I'm actually so excited for that story, too. So um that's basically all we have for you guys today but follow us on our social media accounts so for me you can find me on instagram at sidj.dsu i just post i just love posting on there so check it out it's really fun 
And then keep up with Sun News daily happenings and stories by following us on our social media accounts on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the show notes down below for this episode. You can also follow me if you'd like on Instagram and Twitter at News with Gracie. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter Twitter at Sun News Emma. And if you do that, then you can vote on the best rom-coms. So do it. That's true. Madison? What are your socials? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Madison underscore Dwiggins, and I believe my Twitter handle is the same. Sweet. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for listening, and you can expect a new podcast episode from us each Wednesday at 11 a.m. And do not forget to tune into our show Thursdays at noon. So tomorrow at noon on our YouTube channel and then check out our website for daily news and we have videos being uploaded daily and news stories being uploaded. And then be sure to check the show notes for links to our social media accounts like I mentioned and a link to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. We are now on Apple Podcasts so if you're an Apple user and you don't have Spotify you can listen to us there. Sweet. Okay. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.